Hello and welcome to the rabbit hole. I'm Chris. And I'm Mauricio. And I'm Shane. Just kidding. Shane isn't here. But this is a special Easter episode. And the question on everyone's mind is, where's Shane? Mauricio? I don't know where he is. Well, I mean, I have a pretty good idea of where he is. He's probably at home. Yeah. Ignoring our texts. Well, he texted back saying, hey guys, sorry, I'm a little busy. But what does that mean? What does that mean? What? What can you possibly be doing at 9.14 p.m. on a Sunday? Right? Like, 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 but he used the word busy. Like, busy implies you're, like, working or in the middle of, you know, an activity. Right. Laundry, maybe? Yeah, but you could still record an episode if you're doing laundry. Yeah, that's true. At least the way we would record. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think it's a lot of smoke being blown up our butts. Yeah, a lot of smoke. Well, speaking of smoke, it is Easter, and we wanted to wish our listeners a very happy Easter holiday if they celebrate that, and a happy Passover if they celebrate that, which obviously Passover extends beyond just Easter, but there you go, and a happy other holiday if you celebrate other holidays. Yes, very much so. Um, I know a lot of companies take off on the Friday before Easter, I'm not very familiar with all the festivities that occur the week before and after and, you know, all that around Easter. But I know it's, you know, it's, I know it's a, I don't want to say a big deal because that almost sounds rude, but you know what I mean? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, it's definitely a, a good thing. And I'm, you know, I'm happy for those um, families and churches and whatever that can still find a way to celebrate despite the uh, present, if I may refer to an earlier episode, the present elephant in the room. The disease-ridden elephant in the room. Yes. I think I said elephant, not elephant. It's okay. I think our listeners understand you. In there. Funt. (laughs) Elephant. Okay. Well, the topic on everyone's mind is what, Mauricio? Where is Shane? No, 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 no. The the other topic. The tea topic. Ooh. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Or as they say in Germany, klopapier. Or as they say in Spanish... Papel toilette. Papel toilette. It almost sounds French. It does. It sounds very French. Toilette is, wait, toilette or toilette? With a hard T. Hard T, toilette. Ah, c'est très bon. Okay, oui. well, I, I promised you a, a, a little preview of my research into the world of toilet paper. And I actually wrote a paper on the importance of toilet paper, not really the importance of toilet paper, but the importance of, you know what, let me just read you the title. It's called Let's Talk Single Ply. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. All right. Oh my. Are you ready? This is, so I, a little backstory. I wrote this as a little bit of a bet. Um, I had some people who were questioning my ability to spend less than 30 minutes and write a 1200 word research paper on the subject of toilet paper. This was obviously prior to the whole present crisis. Obviously, toilet paper wasn't so much the talk of the town at that point in time. It was a little bit of a boring subject, Uh, especially single-ply toilet paper. That was a forgotten subject. So at any rate, I wrote this to prove people wrong. So here we go. The intro. (coughs) It's 3 a.m. The house is dark. You've been asleep for several hours. You wake up. There's nothing you can do. You need to go to the bathroom. 
A choice made last week at the grocery store will determine how your next few minutes are spent. You sit down on your white porcelain throne and glance beside you. There is a fresh roll of single-ply toilet paper waiting for you. Many would argue that you were being cheap when you bought it, that it's no good, but you know different. Single-ply toilet paper is the best bang for your buck. So first, any thoughts? How do you feel? What, what ply do you try? I, I think I think I do the try because I, I I usually have the Charmin Ultra Soft, but recently I bought this. Wow. Okay. Flex. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. But hold Three on. Three ply. Yes, but hold on. Let me let me finish. It's at Costco. It's cheap. All right, because it comes in this giant package and it's like ten dollars and it's like you know. Hashtag humble brag <laughs> with your Charmin Ultra Plush. Okay. Come on. But listen, listen. Recently, I think I've had a change of heart because mm. due to the present disease elephant ridden elephant, whatever. <laughs> you know what I meant. Disease, the disease ridden elephant in the room. Yes. Thank you. Um, there has been a um, shortage of said Charmin Ultra Soft Ply whatever toilet paper at mm. Costco or any other grocery store I might like to patron. But there is this expensive grocery store in the Sacramento area called the Co-op. I think it's the thing. Mm-hmm. The full name is the Sacramento Co-op Foods or something like that. Anyway, they sell toilet paper there, which is great, and they limit it, you know, two rolls per customer, which is smart. So that way there isn't like a run on toilet paper. But what they sell is this seventh generation brand. Hashtag sponsor us, please. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the seventh generation brand. I think it's two ply. So it's not like that Charmin super soft stuff, but it's also not like what you find in public restrooms, like that single sheet, like translucent, you know, toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I think I like it better because it's, you know, I don't know how, how much detail you want, but let's just say I like it better when I'm cleaning up my, you know, when I finish my business. Mess. My mess. Yes. 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 Mess. Yes. Yes. Mess. Well, Okay, I'm glad we established that. Uh, you may or may not feel attacked towards the end of this, okay. but um, it's not personal. So here we go. Let's hear it. Many Americans go through life on either side of the fence. Crossover is uncommon. I say this not because it's impossible, but it's incredibly rare. Most families, once they've chosen a toilet paper, tend to speak... Sorry. I, Man, I gotta cut that out. Most families, once they've chosen a toilet paper, tend to stick with whatever ply they've settled on for life. And as with many family traditions, toilet paper choice is often carried down through the family line, with children following their parents' examples. May I I I add to that? Mm -hmm. This is true because my whole life, I had Charmin Ultra Soft 28 ply toilet paper. So there you go. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And then I go I go into deep dive into statistics uh, just offhand. How many sheets of toilet paper do you think the average American uses per day? Um, I mean, I don't know per day, because I think that really has a lot to do with how many times you go number two. But if mm-hmm. I were to guess, maybe like per visit, personally, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I use maybe three to four, like, you know, like wipes to get clean. And each wipe is maybe, God, how many sheets is that? I don't know, maybe like well, I researched four or five. I, I can tell you. So I can tell you. So maybe like 20 to 30 per toilet visit. 
Oof, that's a lot. I mean, you're Maybe? above average, definitely. Because the average. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. I'm just trying to guess. <laughs> well, the average American uses approximately 57 sheets of toilet paper per day, which breaks down to 8.6 sheets per trip to the porcelain. Throat. Now, now, when we say sheet, we mean one little square, right? Yeah. Okay, but, wait. Yeah. I have a question. How many sheets do you use per wipe? Mm, depends on how many plies. If it's like a like one of your like standard like two ply like the not too thin not too thick. Really depends. I've never really managed to come up with a consistent pattern. I think it's because every restroom has a different sort of toilet paper, so it's really hard to. Sure, for sure. I mean, if it's yeah. like the thin stuff, I'll get like a wad of it, and then like you know. But if it's like yeah. like nicer toilet paper, I mean, I'll get enough so I can pull. I don't know, maybe two or three long twice so that i can double it over and then do my my business yeah that sounds about right so per wipe well that's what i'm saying like per wipe is like between you know six to to eight sheets individual squares yeah anyway just food for thought there yeah well well anyway speaking of Sheets and wipes. I so I go into the cost and I go into the the averages and all that. the The, the main thing is I say the difference here is already incredible. You'd save over twelve dollars switching to single ply toilet paper. That's twelve dollars. <laughs> right? That's crazy. Okay. Um, and Wait, so twelve dollars. Twelve dollars per like per year or what is that? Yeah, twelve dollars per year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I say, but that's just cost. That doesn't even begin to cover the real strengths of single-ply toilet paper. Haha, uh -huh. very punny. Life isn't just about <laughs> saving money. <laughs> it's about experience. It's about joy. It's about giving and receiving. It's about so, so, so very much more. You can see I needed to up the word count. It's about so, so, so very much more than just dollars in and dollars out. So... <laughs> That's so good. Oh, my. <laughs> so why am I focusing so much on cost? Well, if you consider the amount of money you'd spend on toilet paper in your lifetime using two-ply paper versus single-ply, you might start getting the idea. If you saved only $12 per year for 75 years, you'd end up with $900. You could use this to kickstart a grandchild's business plan. You could use this to give to charity. Or you could simply use it to book a flight to Tahiti in order to better enjoy the simple island pleasures. But enough about money, let's talk pipes. Single-ply toilet paper breaks down significantly faster than two-ply paper. This is a referenced fact from Scott Toilet Paper. So, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's that reliable, but whatever. So, and then I kind of, I go on and on and on and on and on, right? And I, man, there's just, there's, there's so much. Uh, let me, I'm trying to find, oh yeah. Okay. That this part's really gross. So I'm going to skip that. And then, okay. So then I say single ply toilet paper sticks together. It doesn't crumble. It simply does its job and then flushes away up to four times faster. So with all these benefits, why are Americans still choosing two ply paper? There are many answers to this question, but I'd argue it primarily has to do with three things, clever advertising, product placement, and indeed, self-confidence. This is where you might start getting a little uh, attacked. Let's look at advertising and product placement. You don't often see billboards for single-ply toilet paper. In fact, you don't often see any advertising for it at all. 
Like your borderline racist great uncle Steve at Thanksgiving, single ply toilet paper isn't promoted. It isn't really liked. Nobody is campaigning for it. It's just there. It sits alone, surrounded by others, two ply brands, who fit in. That's a horrible analogy. I get it. <laughs> but you also get the point. Nobody talks about single ply paper, just like nobody talks about Steve. <laughs> or Karen. <laughs> or Karen. In the toilet paper aisle, two-ply gets the front and center position. It's always at eye height. It comes in brightly colored plastic-wrapped sets of 12 rolls that feature pictures of teddy bears and diverse babies. The single-ply paper, <laughs> on the other hand, gets the bottom row. <laughs> it's, it's so hard to read this and keep a straight face. It's often uh -huh. generic, and even when it isn't, it still looks pretty dull. You have to really work to find the single-ply to toilet paper. You have to really... Sorry, you have to already know you want it before you ever even walk into the store. Now, on to self-confidence. Does toilet paper really have anything to do with self-confidence? <clears throat> yes. Having Charmin ultra-soft quilted toilet paper in their guest bathrooms makes people feel good in the same way that having a Gucci handbag makes people feel good. <laughs> it makes them feel like they're meeting expectations, that they're good enough. But what they aren't realizing is that they're really just trying to hide their insecurities behind the short-lived luster of quilted two-ply. Anyway, it's rough. It's rough. It's, man. But, I mean, come on, that last line, though, but what they aren't realizing is that they're really just trying to hide their insecurities behind the short-lived luster of quilted two-ply. That's brutal. I mean, that's a good that's, line. That's I a really good line. I like that. into you. <laughs> I, <laughs> It's good. Do you feel attacked for your toilet paper choice yet? <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny, though, because, you know, I buy it not for the status thing, but just because that's what I grew up with. And I don't know. I guess that there is some truth to that. Like, you know, truth be told, you know, it's um, it's definitely the more expensive option. It's not the, you know, I don't it's know. It's the privileged option. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. And but I will say I don't consider it a privilege. I mean. I'll be honest, as much as I wrote that whole paper talking about the benefits of single ply, and I will say this, I one time I went to the store and all they had was single ply toilet paper. And I was just kind of like, eh, I need toilet paper, whatever. And it was four rolls. And it said, this pack, you know, one roll a week, this, this pack of four rolls will last a month, right? And I was like, no way. There, that's a lie, right? I was like, there's absolutely no way this, roll, this pack is going to last a month. It did. It blew my mind. It was absurd. So that was really cool. But normally I stick to just the standard, you know, ultra strong two ply or whatever. Cause I don't like, I'll be honest, I've, I've used your toilet paper, not your used toilet paper, but your new, <laughs> been to your house. Could you, you know, imagine? Toilet paper. Then yeah, Chris, I'm sorry. I got budget cuts. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're reduce, reuse and recycling this. If you catch my drift. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, I've used yours, and I mean it's soft. But I, what I don't like is that it—it's thick. It's thick, and it's, it crumbles, and that's so irritating. Uh, I haven't—I haven't had a problem with the crumbling part. But since I couldn't buy, I couldn't restock my usual toilet paper, um, mm -hmm. and so then I had to buy this, you know, seventh generation toilet paper that I think it's a two ply because it's not super thin, but it's not like that plushy quilt, you know. I'm wiping my butt with like, you know, a blanket. Um, yeah. You know, I prefer the the that that this new toilet paper I bought. Like, so even when the shortage ends, 
I'll keep buying the same brand or even if it's not the same brand, at least the same type of TP. You know what I mean? Because I like it better. It's it's more, um, there's more satisfaction and less, um, anyway, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I thought of something really funny, but horribly not politically correct. <laughs> so... I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it, and then if if I need to, I'll cut it out. It's not that bad. It, it's really not that bad. But so here's the thing: it's actually not that unpolitically correct. It's just a little bit, I guess, provocative. But so you know how there's all the 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 stimulus bills and all that yeah, fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you know, obviously, social media went nuts with everything. Um, being talked about and then obviously once it passed and all that and then a lot of people screaming inflation you know but they're the same people screaming about toilet paper shortages and so in my head i just kind of connected those two thoughts and and i was like well i mean i guess if there's so much inflation and then there's no more toilet paper well then oh there <laughs> remains <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what's funny? It's like, I mean, the U.S. is not going to get to that point. I mean, push come to shove, we're not going to get to that point. You know, it's it's so, like, unreal. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, but, like, you look at, like, place like Venezuela, where I'm originally mm-hmm. from. I mean, I moved to the States when I was seven, so I can't say, like, oh, yeah, I hella lived that life. Like, I know what it's all about. But that said, I have family from there and family that just left there, you know, even within the last couple of years, Barbara's from there, my fiance, and she only left a mm-hmm. couple, you know, a few years ago. Anyway, but there's people like vendors who'll take literal money, like the Venezuelan currency, and then like mm-hmm. make art with it. And when I say art, I don't mean like, oh, they put like, you know, they use like a hundred paper bills of like the lowest denomination. No, they're using like you know, thousand boulevard notes or whatever it is, like a, a number that's really high, you know, to make like this yeah. super intricate, like, I mean, you can Google mm-hmm. it, but like these just different things, like, like almost like origami type things, but like bigger. Dang. So it uses a lot of like individual, like paper notes, you know, money notes. And yeah. it's like, the thing is like value. It's at least the amount of currency in it, which may be thousands or tens of thousands of boulevards. Yeah. But what's funny and also messed up is that, you know, it sounds like a lot, but really it's like, you know, a few dollars. That's horrible. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. Like, dude, you and I could go, I mean, if we weren't like, you know, going to worry about like getting, um, what's the word when you get robbed? Not robbed, but like when they take you and kidnapped. Yeah, kidnapped ransomed yes that so if we weren't like worried about getting like kidnapped and whatever we could like have the world's best vacation there for like a grand maybe a little bit more but like something like that like i'm saying like staying at the we should do it anyway and then we could record an episode about being kidnapped Mm, that'd be kind of cool you know i think i'm good i feel like our listeners would be interested Mm, i i don't know I'm I'm okay. I feel like my mom would be really interested in listening <laughs> to me being rescued. So she'd definitely be happy about that part. I feel like she'd I feel like if I got kidnapped and ransomed though, she, they would be very upset. My parents would be. So I don't I feel like the yeah, I, actually maybe my sister would probably be 
kind of upset about that too. So. Yeah, I think Maybe not I'm, I'm, I'm good. But I'm just saying it's like, you know, that's like the whole point is like when inflation gets that bad, you can do what you're uh, what you're suggesting what here. Yes. Yeah. You know, what's also kind of funny hmm. that I didn't just think about, but it's just it's just been bugging me as I've been sitting here. Uh, speaking of sitting here, where are you sitting? Um, On the foot of my bed in front of the Mac. Nice. Cool. I'm sitting on the floor in my bedroom in my closet between a row of coats because, nice. um, you know, hashtag sound quality because apparently some of our viewers complained. Just kidding. They, they didn't complain. And they'd be listeners, not viewers. <coughs> but um, anyway, but what I keep catching whiffs of is the sweet and savory scent of diesel. Hmm. And not like diesel, the shoes or the jeans. Didn't think so. The belt buckles, but diesel, like diesel fuel. Right. And the reason for that is that, so I, I went for a ride today, right? So I had my, um, like, I guess like long johns, but they're thermal. And uh, then pants over them. And then, you know, socks, boots, all that stuff. And then, so I went for a ride and then I got home and I was like, all right, time to do something productive. And then I got a call like, hey, we need your help. Come help. And we're, you know, we're working on a project outside. And part of that involves a, like a bulldozer and skid steer and kind of a bunch of diesel machinery. Right. And so then part of what I was doing was refilling the bulldozer with like five gallon gas cans because it was far away from the diesel pump and so i it got kind of heavy after a while and i kind of slipped as i because i had to hold it above my head to fit the nozzle into the fuel tank of the cat because it's kind of like up at the top right and And you're and you're a relatively tall guy yeah i'm pretty tall yeah so it's up there right yeah so so I like go to put it and then it starts slipping and then the nozzle kind of bends on like ah and it just spills a bunch of diesel on my pants. And so then I was like, ah, dang, now there's diesel everywhere. And so then whatever, you know, got it filled. And then later I thought it was like gasoline. I didn't realize that it's super not I mean, obviously it's not the same, but I, I figured like, oh, it'll evaporate or whatever. But then I looked at my pants later and it's still there's still a diesel stain all over it and drips and stuff ah, this is annoying because they're expensive pants. And <laughs> okay. so then I was like, okay, well, I should have already learned not to wear expensive clothing when I'm working outside with heavy machinery. But I was also like, I mean, they're kind of designed for that. They're Fjall Robin, right? Like the outdoor brand. And so I was kind of like, well, they're made for it. But I was like, yeah, but I also wear them when I just want to look nice. So I should probably wash them. So I took them off and I washed them and I did all the things. I researched how to get diesel out of your clothes. But what I didn't realize is that it seeped through into my leggings or whatever you want to call them. And so for the last six hours, I've just been smelling and catching whiffs of just diesel randomly coming from my clothes. And when I went to go wash my normal pants and now they're fully washed. I mean, they soaked, they did all that. They're washing, they're air drying so I don't like blow up a dryer or something. But (laughs) I didn't remember to clean my long johns so now they're going to be smelling like diesel for an extended period of time because i just did laundry and i'm not going to do it again mm. why don't you just like run them under some like with some soap and water in like the sink well it's not that simple oh 
Yeah, because if you do that and you leave some diesel in it, apparently you can blow up your dryer. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know. I would have just stuck it in the washing machine. I mean, I didn't want to with the pants because I wanted to make sure the stain got out. These are black, and I wear them under clothes, so I don't really care. But apparently, yeah, if you have, like, a little bit. And I've seen dryer fires. They're crazy. Yeah. They're, like, the whole thing just kind of goes, boo. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, yeah, so I don't <laughs> want to do that. And, I mean, they're, like, kind of nice. They're comfy and warm, so yeah. I don't want to break them. Yeah. Anyway, um, you bring up a good point. Um, you know, workplace safety, in a sense, if you work in the, uh, in that in an area where you use diesel or gasoline or whatever. Cause I feel like yeah. on a broader thing, it's like if you get just any sort of solvent right on your clothes, mm -hmm. it's probably true that you don't want to um, just try to dry them or, you know, wash them and dry them and then have traces of it still left. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I haven't caused any dryer fires, but I've definitely gotten my fair share of solvents on me on a previous job where I did a lot of like physical work and, you know, painting and using, um, not heavy machine or whatever. Yeah. Paint thinners, but also like yeah. not, not heavy machinery, but like pressure washers and leaf blowers, but they used gasoline, um, and oil yeah. and stuff like that. And, you know, definitely get stuff on my, on myself. And anyway, I, since it was closed, I didn't care about it. I was just like, whatever, <laughs> washed them, dried yeah. them like normal, but I had no idea. I could have literally blown up my, well, maybe not blown up, but I could have caused a fire in the apartment complex I used to live in. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something that you wouldn't really think about because you're like, ah, eh, yeah, whatever. It's water. But then it's like, yeah, but then it's heat. Right. Extensive heat. Have you ever been in a dryer? <laughs> no, I have not. Really? Have you? Well, okay. For our listeners at home, don't try this at home. Dryers are dangerous. But like, yeah, sometimes you'd like try out and see if you fit. Um, no, no, and, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't no. fit, I don't fit anymore. I mean, then again, I haven't tried recently, but I used to be able to fit inside of a dryer and then like you'd get a friend to close it, but then you freak out and you're like, ah, let me out, let me out. I mean, it's easy. You just push it out. It's not like it locks, right? Like a washing machine scary cause it locks, but a dryer doesn't lock or at least they're not supposed to. But I've heard about people drying their cats. Like they go in with the towels and they just get boop and... Yeah, I've heard of that. And like surviving though. But that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Wow. But I wouldn't put a cat in a dryer. No, that's, that's I'm pretty weird. sure PETA they found out they'd come knocking. Yeah. With a lawsuit. Yeah. Or like people in large meat containers covered in like fake blood with like saran wrap covering them as a statement. Yes, exactly. Those things are scary. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Have you, like, have... so is animal cruelty. So, like, I mean, I guess that makes sense. No, I know. It's, like, two ends of a spectrum. And I think most people yeah. just reside in the, in the middle of that spectrum, you know? Or somewhere in between that spectrum. Yeah. Have you seen Tiger King? I haven't. Okay. Okay. Well, you started watching Wild Wild Country, right? <laughs> I did, yeah. I used your account. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Did you finish it? I did, yeah, because so here's what happened is I was with a friend and he was like, oh, we should watch this thing. And I was like, okay, I don't have Netflix. And he was like, no problem, I do. So he logged in on my TV. But then, <laughs> this is what happened actually last night. So then last night I was like, oh, I got to finish, right? On the last episode or something. And so then I went and and I was, but I was laying in bed and I was like, oh, let me just wrap up the last episode. 
went to go wrap it up, but it was like, ah, oh, you can't use it on more than one device or whatever. And I was like, ah, oh, shoot, I don't want to knock Mauricio off. So, because I was on the iPad, so then I went back to the living room to use the other guy's account on the TV. <laughs> That's great. I love yeah. that. Okay, so it's because I don't like. There's not any reason to have like I don't watch a lot of TV, so no, no, there's I... no reason for me to have an account. But it's just, yeah, no, it's I annoying get it. when there is something that I want to see where I'm like, oh shoot, right? No, I get that. Okay, but you know how it starts off kind of like. Okay, you're kind of like on their side, but then it ends and you're like, I don't know what the F to think about. What just, what did I just see, right? Well, that's the thing is, and maybe I'm going to be super polarizing here, but honestly, like, what did they really do wrong? Like, I obviously the attempted murder thing, but like, or, and the poisoning thing, if that was them, that was never really proven. But there was so little actual evidence. It was just kind of like people were upset that, okay, granted, they did weird-looking things and all that, and it was super controversial at the time. But at the same time, like, there wasn't anything that crazy. Like, No, I know, I know, I know. I was like, oh, it's going to get nuts. And I was like, this, it didn't, it, I thought it was going to be like a Jonestown sort of thing where, like, everybody dies. But it wasn't that at all. It was just kind of like, okay, yeah, I mean... Right, it's a little weird for sure, but... but but like the story, like it 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 evolves and gets kind of crazy at the end to whatever degree. Yes, right. It's like it starts out chill and it gets not chill. Yes. Okay, good. So Tiger King just starts off like not chill, like it's or like it's just the first thing you see. It's already crazy, and it's wow. crazy because like just to give you like a sort of synopsis about it, there's a guy, um, and I'm already going blank on everybody's names, um. Just call him like Joe and then call him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Person. <laughs> What's his name? Joe Exotic. So there's Joe Exotic. Yeah. Wait, that's his actual name? His name is Joe. Yes. That's hilarious. Yes. It's that's so good. It's good. It's great. Okay, so there's Joe Exotic and he has this what he calls a zoo or whatever, sanctuary thing. Anyway, he just he has like he has a lot of tigers and he makes money by exploiting baby cubs like and petting and stuff, right? And and mm. you know, I still don't know what to think, whether or not Joe's a bad guy or not. I mean, I'm sure he has his... I haven't finished his series yet, and I know, like... I mean, I know he did bad stuff because of, like, what happened, because of his, like, his just personal income. But then there's this lady named Carol Effing Baskin, who... By the way, she definitely killed her husband. Um, Anyway, so... (laughs) Just saying, like, when you get there, you'll see it. Yeah, it's it's common internet knowledge, Chris. She killed her husband. Don't uh, worry about it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not worried. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little worried. That's alarming, but it's okay. You not, you, yeah, you probably yeah. won't meet her. I mean, she lives in Tampa, but if she's still there, I guess Ooh. I don't know. Whatever, it's fine. Okay. Cool. Anyway, so the whole thing it's basically like a feud between her and she's like supposed to be she's like on PETA side of things and like PETA like supports mm. her to whatever degree and she also has an animal sanctuary for tigers and other big cats and whatever, but it's hilarious to me i mean hilarious is the wrong word but it's very ironic because she also does like the whole zoo kind of thing where she charges admission and people go in and get near the tigers and the lions and the liars and whatever right there's the difference between her and joe is that he breeds them to then have cubs that so that way you can take pic you know kids and stuff and get pictures and pet them and whatever right because you know you can yeah cubs are less dangerous Anyway, so it's this whole feud, and it's just, it's just like crazy. 
And then the other thing you gotta know about Joe Exotic is this guy, dude, he's so funny. He's a gay, gun-loving, like, exotic animal owner. And he's, I mean, he's definitely crazy. So is Carol. He's, like, all across every spectrum. That's wild. Yeah. So, like... And awesome. Yeah. So, like, I kind of like the guy because he's just, like, all over the place and he's funny. But, like, anyway, I haven't finished the series But yet. is he a bad person or no? Uh, I don't know. I listened to, like, this whole podcast before the TV show came out um, produced mm-hmm. by Wondery. And it was great. And, and like, when it ends, I'm kind of, like, I'm more on Joe's side than I am on Carol's side. But also, hmm. I'm on neither of their sides at the same time because hmm. they're both crazy. But Mauricio, Mauricio, just remember that that oh shoot, oh yeah, it's nationwide is always on your side. I at first I was gonna say Allstate. <laughs> no, you're in, you're in good hands. Uh, this uh, podcast is not sponsored by Nationwide, but it could be. It could be. Here, we'll even make it easier for you. Nationwide is on your side 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 yeah side. anyway so like i'm on really at the end of the day i think they're both crazy and they both have their like own no a innumerable number of like you know bad things they've done um you know it's screwing whether it's screwing to their over or with how it relates to animals or whatever the one thing i will say is that it's a fascinating story because it's just like it's so crazy that you're just like what in the actual f you know what i mean they're just like yeah. <laughs> why i'll have to i'll have to take a, a gander if you will yeah yeah you're just do you remember the picture i sent you of barbara Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah 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 that was literally her face the entire time we were watching and we watched like four or five episodes wow. and her face was Jeez. that the entire time of just like pure shock and then like by the end of it she's just like I'm watching like a redneck, hillbilly like The Office. Wow. Cause like it's it's like The Office, but like redneck and with animals. And anyway, it's just insane. Dang. Yeah. Well, on that on that uh, very pleasant, upbeat note, I think we should probably start wrapping it up. I I wanted to make a quick note to our listeners that we are recording this indeed on Easter Sunday. Happy Easter again to all of you. But um, we will not be releasing it this evening. We will be releasing it tomorrow, which will be Monday, the 13th of April. 2020. 2020. Great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The main reason for that is just because it's already almost 10 o'clock p.m. And like Ben Franklin always said, early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. And I don't know about you, but I would like to be a wise person. Did you really say that? He did, yeah. He had, it was like the, an apple a day keeps the doctor away unless it's covered in salmonella. Like he was the one that wrote that too. (laughs) Very very good. (laughs) Very good. Thank you. Thank you for that. Or maybe it was E. coli. I'm not sure. But anyway, a bacteria-free apple a day keeps the doctor away. Truth. Unless there are underlying medical conditions. Anyway, but he something along that line. Enough said. No, we got it. We got it. Yeah, truisms. He would write them in the, the Farmer's Almanac. Yes. That he published when he was a printing publisher. He was very witty and wise, I think. Well... 
on that note, this has been The Rabbit Hole. I'm Mauricio. And again, oh, sorry. Yes, you are Mauricio, but also Shane. Oh, yeah. Poor Shane. He will be missed. Poor Shane. But it's okay. He's not permanently missed. He just, he had to do something else. And to be fair, we didn't really plan this recording very well, you know? Yeah. We sort of just pushed it. Yeah, but but he should should be here. He should be here at the drop of a hat. You know what I mean? Like he should. Yeah, he should sacrifice for us. Right. I mean, I have a fiance, too. Well, he's married and has a kid on the way. But regardless. Yeah, I could have all of those things, too, one day. (laughs) And and I would still come (laughs) at the. (laughs) That's good. <laughs> so good. Oh man. All right. You what else is good? Nationwide. Always on your side. Always on your side, which this episode has not been brought to you by, but could have been. This has been the rabbit hole and I am Chris. And I'm Mauricio. And I'm the ghost of Shane. <laughs>